Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightnetwork.com for more information and resources. Hi there. I'd like to talk to you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. A wonderful and exciting topic. It's all about these powerful gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to Christians. Young Christians, new Christians, mature Christians. He doesn't mind. He gives supernatural gifts to us so that we can do His work in the world around us. When Jesus was talking to His disciples just before He left planet Earth, He told them not to go out of Jerusalem, not to start the work until they'd received the power from the Holy Spirit. It's almost like saying to a soldier, don't go out onto the battlefront until you've got your weapons and your equipment. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are the equipment and the weapons that we need to do the work for God. So I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and we're going to read various different parts of it to understand these amazing gifts of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. In other words, he wants us to know about these spiritual gifts. We should have an understanding of it. In verse 4 of that same chapter, he says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. So the Spirit gives a whole different range of gifts. Then he says, There are different differences of ministries, but the same Lord. This is a different type of gift where God the Father and Jesus give different gifts to what the Spirit gives. So when he says different types of ministries, but the same Lord, he's talking about the gifts that Jesus gives. And these are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, which are mentioned in Ephesians chapter 4. And then he says, verse 6, And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. These are the gifts that God the Father gives, and they're listed in Romans chapter 12. And I encourage you to watch the videos in this uh, site called The Purpose Course, which talk about those different gifts and how they work. But today, I want to focus not on the gifts of Jesus from Ephesians 4, not on the gifts of the Father from Romans 12, but on the gifts of the Spirit, which are here in 1 Corinthians 12. And in verse 7, he says, The manifestation of the Spirit, in other words, the way the Spirit shows Himself in a person's life, is given to each one for the profit or the benefit of all. In other words, he's saying that every single Christian should have some of these gifts expressed in their life so that it benefits and profits the church as a whole. The context of this whole chapter is the benefit of the church. And he goes on to say, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. And then he says the next, the word of knowledge is given to another. And he goes on to list all of these gifts. And I'm going to go through them one by one. The first is a word of wisdom through the Spirit. What this means is you may be going about your daily life, talking to people, maybe praying, maybe studying. And suddenly by the Holy Spirit, you get a gift of wisdom where you sense God is saying, this is the right way to go. This is the right thing to say. This is the right way forward. I remember once a man came into my office and he was trying to convince me as a church leader to get involved in politics and do a whole lot of things that I, I wasn't very comfortable with. And I just prayed under my breath. I said, Lord, please give me a word of wisdom for this man. And I sensed the Lord was saying, just ask him what his favorite scripture in the Bible is. I asked him, he told me, 
And it became obvious when he told me his favorite scripture that actually he wasn't serving the Lord at all. And he left my office willingly. I didn't need to need to ask him to leave because the word of wisdom had revealed his heart to him just by the way that he'd answered the question. He suddenly changed his demeanor. His face fell and it was almost like the Holy Spirit had convicted him and he left my office simply because of a word of wisdom. I just said to him, what is your favorite scripture? The next gift mentioned is a word of knowledge by the Spirit. What happens here is you may be talking to someone or or praying for someone and suddenly the Holy Spirit gives you some knowledge, some information about that person's life or some circumstances around them or something that happened in the past. And you say to them in a nice way, you don't have to be weird about it. You just say, is it true that this happened or have you had a problem with your sister or isn't is there something going on with your job at the moment or are you are you anxious about your health or your finances whatever it is the holy spirit puts a word of knowledge in your heart remember jesus when he was talking to the woman at the well he said to her you've had five husbands and the man you now are with is not your husband that was a word of knowledge there was no way he could have known that except the holy spirit dropped the knowledge into his heart So this is another wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 9 says, To another, faith by the same Spirit. This is a gift of faith, a supernatural gift, where the Holy Spirit gives you a confidence, a boldness, an assurance, and an excitement to say, Yes, we can do this. I know that this is God's will. We're going to move forward. We're going to pray in faith. We're going to act in faith. It's a supernatural empowering of faith. And I've seen this many times in my life and many other people where suddenly we just have a confidence. Yes, I know. Often it's around finances. Uh, I'm often not sure about what to do with something. And suddenly the Lord gives me a confidence. Yes, it's right to make that decision. It's right to give that money, pay that money, increase that person's salary, whatever it is. And that's just simply a gift of faith where the Holy Spirit says this is going to work. The next gift that's mentioned, it says to another gifts of healings by the same spirit. And this is a plural gift. It says gifts of healings. In other words, there's lots of gifts within this category of healings. Some people, we have a man in our church who has a gift of being able to pray for people with lower back pain and to see one of their legs grow longer so that their legs are the same length. It just seems to be that's the main gift that he has, but he can be used in many other healing ways uh, when he prays for people. But the gifts of healings are where a person is supernaturally empowered to be able to pray for healing in other people. And you may have this. You may uh, get a sense of a word of knowledge that somebody needs healing. You may feel some pain in your body and it's not your own pain. And then you realize, oh, the Lord's telling me somebody else has this pain and I should go over, lay my hands on them and pray for them. Sometimes there's a tingling or a heat in your hands and you feel God is wanting to heal someone. And can I just say that we can all pray for healing for everyone. We don't have to have the gift But some people are especially gifted uh, when it comes to healing and they should use it. Practice the gift. As you use the gifts, they grow and increase. Verse 10 goes on to say to another, the way that the Holy Spirit manifests is in the working of miracles. This is supernatural things which are not healings. Um, Obviously, Jesus did lots like he walked on water. He multiplied the bread and the fish. He, he got a coin out of a fish's mouth when he needed some money for tax. These are miracles where we can pray. Sometimes it's weather related. We can see rain or storm clouds coming when we're about to do a meeting for the Lord. And we say, Lord, in Jesus name, thank you that it's not going to rain for the next half an hour. And it doesn't. These are miracles. 
And it's a gift of the Holy Spirit, which he gives you the power to do. It goes on to say to another prophecy and prophecy is simply where I speak out words that I believe are a message from God. Sometimes it's a very specific message. So you may be in a meeting or in a prayer meeting and you feel like God is saying, there's somebody here. God wants to tell you, I love you. I'm with you and I'll restore your family or whatever it is. That's a prophecy. Other times it's in a longer message like a preach where a person preaches for half an hour or an hour. And in the midst of that, there's some of their own words, but there's also God's words coming through. That is also prophecy. It goes on to say to another discerning of spirits. This is where a person has a sense, a bit like a word of knowledge, but it's a little bit more focused where when I, I meet a person or they're saying something, I get a discernment inside me from the Holy Spirit that says this is their own spirit or their own heart saying this, or this is a demonic thing that's affecting them, or this is a word from the Holy Spirit. It's a discernment to know what is the, the spirit behind what a person is saying or doing, and you can sense, you can discern what's going on in their life. Just to be clear here, the very next chapter of 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13 says that we have to follow the way of love when we're using these gifts. And so we never brash, we're never harsh with people, we're never proud, we don't use the gifts to uh, control people. And it actually says that the gifts are a little bit like looking through murky glass. It says, uh, we see through a glass darkly. We prophesy in part, we know in part. The gifts of the Spirit are always a little bit unclear. And so you might think you have a gift of discernment of spirits, but never be so sure that you judge a person without actually talking to them. And if you say to them, I discern that actually you've got bitterness, and they say to you, I've searched my heart, I really don't have bitterness. I'm clean with the Lord. I, I'm, I don't. You have to believe what they say rather than um, just thinking that your discernment is perfect because on this side of eternity, we will never have perfect discernment. He goes on to say the next gift of the Spirit is different kinds of tongues. And again, this is for a public use. He's talking about church use. And he says in a church situation, some people even though we believe everyone can pray in tongues, some people in church have the gift of speaking a public message in tongues that is a bit like prophecy because the very next gift is called the interpretation of tongues. So tongues and the interpretation of tongues are for church use where one person will give a message in another unknown language that they never learnt, and then someone else will interpret that message and say, this is what the Lord is saying. And the two together are like a prophecy where God is giving a message to the people. So those are the gifts of the Spirit that are for public use, for church use. The whole context of 1 Corinthians 12 talks about for the common good, for church use, um, uh, for the profit of everybody. And even later on, uh, he talks about the different gifts and he says in the church, and then he lists gifts and he says, not everybody has all of the gifts. Some people have some, some people have others. And he makes it clear that in church and public use, there's a split. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 28 says, God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps. And he goes on to speak about others, administrations, uh, varieties of tongues. 
And he says, do all have all these gifts? No, they don't. In the body, we all have different gifts. And so on a, in a church meeting, whenever you come together in your home or in a big meeting, some people have gifts of administration. Some will have gifts of being teachers. Some will use miracles. Some will use different gifts. In the church, all the gifts work together. But I just want to close by saying that 1 Corinthians 14, so we've spoken about 1 Corinthians 12, which talks about church use of gifts. 1 Corinthians 13 talks about love and having the right attitude with the gifts. But 1 Corinthians 14 talks about tongues and prophecy in a slightly different way. And it, it mentions the fact that we can all prophesy and we can all speak in tongues, but we must do it privately in church. There's a certain order and a certain way of using these gifts. And he, he differentiates between private use of tongues. Uh, he says, if, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. I don't speak to men, but I speak to God. So he's talking about a private gift of tongues that we believe everyone can use to pray. And God wants us to use. But in the church, only some people speak out in a tongue. Similar to prophecy, he says you can all prophesy, but in the church only two or three of you should prophesy. So it seems that this gift of tongues and prophecy is something God wants all of us to have and to use for our private edification, for praying, for building ourselves up. But in the church, only some people prophesy, only some people speak in tongues. And the gift of tongues is a wonderful topic, which I will cover the private prayer gift of tongues. We will cover in another talk. But for now, I just wanted to give you a brief overview of all of the gifts of the Spirit and for you to start to get hungry about it. He says, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. Um, he says, I don't want you to be ignorant of them. Don't put out the Spirit's fire. These are words. Don't forget, forbid the speaking in tongues. So these are all important things that we should be aware of and wanting. We should be saying, God, I don't want to go out as a soldier in your war without the equipment, the weapons, the power that I need. So please eagerly desire, ask God for these gifts. In another um, video on this site, it's talking about how you can be filled with the Spirit. And I encourage you to watch that and then Ask God to fill you with the Spirit and start to use these different gifts. Say, Lord, is there a, a miracle? Is there faith? Is there a healing? Is there a word of knowledge? Is there something you're wanting to give me and use me in? And then start stepping out and practicing and trying to use these gifts. And you'll be so blessed when you do it. It's an exciting, wonderful adventure. God doesn't require you to be mature or good or a perfect Christian. They are gifts of the Spirit for His children. And anyone who asks... He pours them out generously. God bless you as you use these gifts. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.